0: The swamp drawer where all good produce goes to die dun, dun, dun. we couldn't afford it even when there weren't food shortages we certainly can't afford it now recession proof your grocery budget learn to grow the food your family eats without the weeds or the waste for more information about my simple and easy container gardening course where you will learn to save money by growing your own healthy organic fruits and vegetables Go to joyfulprepcontainergarden.com. Have you ever found yourself feeling out of control and overwhelmed with all the chaos in the world? As mothers were dealing with some pretty heavy stuff, Joyfully Prepared guides and reassures mothers that they can create a home of love, unity, and laughter, as well as produce an atmosphere of resourcefulness and resilience. I know a lot about a few things, and a little about a lot of things. I'm your host, Wendy Bergen, and this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast. I now claim my Florida citizenship wholeheartedly after surviving Hurricane Ian, who flew right over our house. Hi, this is the Joyfully Prepared Podcast, and I'm your host, Wendy Bergen. And I'm looking forward to sharing with you some of the lessons and observations that I made, learned lessons, I learned lessons, and I made observations having experienced this hurricane in Florida. And before I get started, I just wanted to encourage you to Share with others, teach others what you may learn from this podcast and any other podcast that you learn or any other thing that you learn or find interesting and share it with other people because when you do that, you solidify the knowledge into your yourself. Solidify it like it goes it penetrates deeper um on, an, on a different level because you're then explaining it to someone else, which helps you. To retain the information, so I I encourage you to share and teach other people. So uh, I did part one, let the rough side drag part one and explain kind of what that is is that you do your very best. and whatever isn't tidied up, shored up, whatever it is, that's the rough side, and you just let it drag because there's not much else you can do about. What's going on? So, um, last week, we um, we had Hurricane Ian uh, come over top of us uh, where we live, and I'll say this first and foremost: we are safe, and God protected us, and we did not sustain much damage at all. We had we did have a large oak tree that fell. We have five acres, and it fell in the back in the back um field pasture, whatever you want to call it, but it was already um dying, it was hollow inside, and so it was just a matter of time, so that didn't really surprise us, but it definitely just kind of crumbled um in the winds. we did end up with a leak in our house it looks as though the flashing between the chimney and the roof either wasn't secure or wasn't there and so we had water that came down between the roof and the chimney and and seeped it was more than a seep that's for sure it was a bigger it was i don't know what what's bigger than a seep but um it wasn't like a flood but it was definitely coming down and into our living living area so we had to work with that um that was Wednesday night that the hurricane blew through the hard stuff came in at around midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And like a friend of mine said, um, a new, a new form, a new exercise in faith was going to bed and trusting that God would protect us and that whatever happened happened, but laying down and going to sleep was certainly an act of faith. I agree with that. So, um, we have a lot of tree debris. Um, we do have a lot of live, o- large Southern live oak trees in our yard, lots of tree debris, but I'll, I'll, I'll share with you a couple of miracles in a second, but, um, very thankful that that was it for us. We're very, very, very blessed, very blessed. And I'm thankful for this home. It was like a fortress felt very safe in our home. So we just have to figure out a couple of things. So here's my first big giant lesson that I learned. Eliminate anything that causes stress. Now I do not include children in that. <laughs> um, we have, so we have these big live Oak trees, Southern live Oak trees, And one of them stands beautifully in my backyard right outside, I think within about 10 10 feet of the back of the back of the house. And then we have these beautiful um, oak trees in the front, but they were far enough from the house that it didn't really worry me. The one did, but um, I think if, if it fell, I think it would be okay. I mean, I wouldn't like that at all. But this other one that stands right behind us, that worried me all night long. Uh, that was the one that concerned me because that's next to the living area of the house. So um, the two, I think two days after the, yeah, two days after the um, storm We were out cleaning up debris and my landscaper came by and I said, okay, I want these trees gone. And I told him which trees I want gone. There's a couple other ones in the back that need to go as well. And I'm eliminating it. Sam and I both agreed that we needed to get rid of the trees. If it causes stress, if it causes you to stay up and worry, it needs to be handled And I'm not just talking about a hurricane storm. I'm talking about anything. And I think I've learned through this experience, it's better to go ahead and just eliminate the stress. Whatever the thing is, eliminate it. Address it. Um, I'm going to say this thing that I am not happy about, but you have to be mature. (laughs) I don't like being mature. So you've got to be mature, identify what it is and eliminate it. It might not be a big giant oak tree. It may, it could be clutter. It could be habits. It could be a lot of different things, but if it's causing you stress, you need to address it and eliminate it. Okay. So that's like my big number one. And and i i'm it's funny how when you learn these lessons how you can start to see them in your world like like i said clutter or new um it's almost like a new beginning in some in some ways because you become there's clarity that comes and you're like oh oh that's what's happening and so you start to to identify these other things that cause cause stress and it may take you a minute to your landscaper isn't going to roll right up and and fix it for you. You may have to work with your family, yourself, whatever it is to be able to eliminate that stress. But that's part of I think um, the less responsibilities we have, um I think the happier we will be. I'm learning to choose my responsibilities the ones that i want and the ones that i don't want i'm eliminating them and i'm not like i said i'm talking about easy things that uh, clutter i have maybe i have too many books and i don't want responsibility over all those books or i have uh, this or that whatever it may maybe i have too many um time commitments. And I don't want to do that. Maybe I want to spend my time in other ways. And so I eliminate other time commitments, but that's for you to take inventory of um, in your life and work with your family to discover those and, and to eliminate those. And then, and then you can bring in, I'm going to do a podcast on this, but then you can bring in things of joy because when you have responsibilities that, cause you stress. That's not joyful. And we're all about joyful here. So I'm going to, I'll talk about that in another podcast about choosing joy and um, making decisions of joy versus making decisions to stay out of pain. Okay. Finish the laundry. Number two, finish the laundry, Wendy. I thought I had more time to, I I just had this one last load I I, it's everything seemed to be going pretty well. Yeah. The winds were blowing, but we had electricity. It was still daylight. And I thought, I'm just going to, I had these couple little loads to throw in. I got my whites done and I had my darks done and in the dryer, they were three quarters of the way done. And then the electricity went out. I was like, dang it. I was not happy about that. (laughs) <laughs> i'm like really i my mom even fussed at me she goes "Why are you doing Why were you doing laundry when the hurricane was rolling in you know better i'm like i know she wasn't you know she was just kidding me but so um even though you may think you're gonna have power for longer you may not so go ahead make sure you get all your laundry done get all your dishes done whatever needs power be on the alert and the other thing i didn't do well actually is um i have paper plates and paper cups things like that plastic stuff and i never used them we were still i don't know why but we were still just using regular plates and cups um glasses and such and so they were loading them up in the dishwasher but we had no idea when the power was going to come on and so um i think thursday the day after the hurricane the dishwasher was loaded but there's no power and there's no way to run it off the generator. So, I mean, my two oldest daughters, I said, you guys are going to have to unload the dishwasher and wash it all by hand. And they were they were not happy about it, but they did it and they did it well. So, I say, when the winds start blowing, pull out the, the paper plates. I need to learn that for, for my next hurricane. I don't know what that was about, but I was like, oh, yeah, I have whatever it's okay that's the way my brain works but the other thing i learned is that i need to have a drying rack on hand so that if something along those lines happens again whether it be a hurricane or any other thing that i have a drying rack to be able to utilize and you know set up inside the house wherever in the garage and um and and be able to dry clothes like i said they're almost done but anyway so I learned that lesson. That's a good lesson to learn. Uh, And number three, uh, miracles are abundant. They are abundant. And those of you who are listening or um, who are my friends or who just knew what was going on in this area, I thank you for your prayers, I thank you for your concern. Those of you who are my friends who reached out to me, who were concerned for me and my family. I just so, I'm just so thankful for your prayers and thoughts. And um, I'm just thankful. And I want you to know that there are miracles. Our home is safe. The trees didn't fall. Um, we just have a lot of tree debris, you know, branches and things like that and leaves. And I I just I think I've told you guys I um well I recently um had Sam Igo, who is the permaculture specialist that I had on the podcast a few weeks ago. He's been working in my yard and he and his friends just recently planted my twenty-one elderberry plants that I grew from canes that I got last winter and they put in seven of my blueberry bushes to create this beautiful what's called a guild this beautiful patch of of elderberries and blueberries that hopefully will grow and produce and I'll be able to farm them and these this elderberry patch um, is kind of a uh an elbow shape and it wraps around my my uh, an oak tree out here in the back not the one that fell but uh, a one that's closer to the house and it wraps around this oak tree because that's where the water um, naturally goes it's a, a wet wetter spot in the yard and um oh my gosh I prayed so hard that those little elderberries would just hang in there And at one point I looked out and a big giant branch from this oak tree had fallen um, just on the outside of the elderberry patch. But I just knew it had crushed um, a brand new mango tree, just this little tiny mango tree that um, Sam had planted for me. And um, the morning after the storm, it was still windy and it was still misty rain. And I wandered outside to the backyard to see what had happened. And it, did I still have an elderberry patch? Because a lot of money, a lot of time and energy effort has gone into this um, this desire for me to, to grow elderberries, this whole operation, I guess. And I walked out. And I, I still tear up at the thought. I walked out and there was no debris on the um east side of this elderberry. Nothing. A few leaves and a little bit of Spanish moss, but nothing, no, no tree debris, nothing. And then as I kind of wrapped around, there was a little bit more towards the um the west, kind of the I guess the south side of this um patch. A little bit at the bottom, not much, like a little, like a little. Not even a branch, but a little tuft of leaves on a, I guess, a branch, a twig, I suppose. And um, some Spanish moss. One of my elder, um, blueberry bushes kind of got pushed up. So that just has to be replanted, but it'll be fine. One elderberry, um, it's little stem, little green stem snapped but down at the bottom of that elderberry cane was new growth that had already been there before the hurricane. It was tucked down in there. And I, I was amazed. I was honestly amazed and um, awestruck at the mercy and the miracle of, of this um, intact elderberry patch It means a lot to me. It it really means a lot to me, um, what I'm trying to do back there and the effort that's been put in there and how it was saved. And that big branch that fell just on the outside of the elderberry patch, which I thought crushed my mango tree, it fell perfectly. And it came within less than a foot of my little mango tree. So in between that branch fell in between the outside of the elder patch berry patch and before and right where the little mango tree is I just can't deny that's not to me a coincidence or a happy you know just this random circumstance to me that is the mercy of God and his uh, abundance and his care for me and I believe that God creates these little miracles to show us how much he loves us. Um, and then my, my final, um, well, for today, I have lots of observations, but for this one, I, well, I've talked to you guys about the pattern of self-reliance, that the pattern of self-reliance is, that you take care of yourself first. You have to protect the asset. You're number one. You need to care for yourself and make sure you're safe and healthy and well. Number two, your family and and those very close around you who you consider family, make sure that they're taken care of, that they're well-fed and and sheltered and emotional and mental things are, are being cared for for your family members as well. And then you go out and you serve other people. And I like just to share, I think, a kind of a funny uh, it's a funny story, but it it it, um, it it shows you exactly how it's supposed to work, even though my daughters disagree. <laughs> so the next day, Thursday, so the hurricane blew through Wednesday into Thursday, but it was it was mostly other than some little light rain and some. Um, wind it was mostly gone the weather was lovely actually and um, so my husband um, got a call from a church leader that said so-and-so needed to have a, a branch cut up chainsaw Sam and then somebody else needed a tart put on their roof and then I think that was that and then I say, oh, and then somebody else needed, they had a big tree fall down. So he went down to help them too. So um, he took my son, Joey, with him to help. And so the girls and I, my three daughters and I, we were outside cleaning up the um, the tree debris. And we're, you know, it's just a lot of, it was just a lot of branches, not big branches, some big branches, but just a lot of, debris it was just kind of like oh, really and so we were clean picking it up and putting it on the trailer and piling it up and stuff because it's a lot and at some point i look over and my girls are not working they're just standing there talking and i said hello get to work and they kind of rolled their eyes at me and um they would work a little bit and then i was kind of working away from them and um Eventually I moved back kind of over where they were and they were still standing there. I said, y'all need to get to work. And they said, where's dad and Joey. And I said, they're out serving such and such a family. They have to chop up a tree. Well, mom, you always told us that you need to take care of your family first and then go serve other people. (laughs) I was like, okay, girls, you're listening that's good. I said, that is correct. And I said, that has been done. Well, we need help here. Dad should be here helping us. And I said, no, that's not true. I said, we can do this by ourselves. It doesn't have to be done in a day and we can be out here working and cleaning up our own yard. Meanwhile, your dad and your brother are out serving other people. That's the way it works. We are cared for. Your dad left us safe. He left us cared for. And we can, we can, we are safe and we can go out and work. And so they didn't like that answer. (laughs) They did not like that answer at all. However, it was wonderful to see that they understood the principle of self-reliance, the pattern of self-reliance. And it was good that they brought it up to me so that I could kind of, um, You know, enlighten them on what actually was happened just because they didn't want to clean up tree debris didn't mean that they weren't cared for and their father didn't take good care of them because he did. And so we were able to take care of ourselves and we were secure and safe and we only worked for an hour. We didn't even work that long and I don't even know that they worked as long as an hour. (laughs) (laughs) I think there was some mention of, well, what are we going to eat for food? I said, how about you work for 20 more minutes and then we'll do the food. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so um, I'm really grateful for this opportunity to learn. And, you know, we often learn in these um, hard times. If we choose to, we can choose to learn. We can choose to be bitter. It's completely up to us and it doesn't matter. You can go, you can go either way. Um, I have learned in my life by the example of my parents and my grandparents and family members that I grew up with, that it's better to go ahead and learn from an experience. It's better to go ahead and go through a hard thing to be able to um, become more self-reliant, to become more joyful and more grateful and gratitude plays a huge role in all of this. Um, gratitude keeps you humble. It keeps your, you available to serve other people and to, um, just to count your blessings. Um, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I, I really appreciate, um, your, that you listen. It just makes me so happy not not for my sake but i i do hope that that this is um good time for you um and that you're learning from my mistakes and also from my my um my wins right um if you i would love for you to subscribe and download and share remember to teach people the things that you've learned share my stories um, and learn from other learn from me and, and from others and teach them. And um, I just, just want you to know how grateful I am and that um, you are appreciated very much and you're needed. And I hope you have and enjoy your day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Joyfully Prepared. I'm grateful for you and appreciate you inviting me into your life. Please subscribe and tell all your friends about this delightful podcast. Leaving a joyful review would earn you all sorts of karma points too. I invite you to join my free Facebook group at www.joyfulprepgroup.com and join with other like-minded mothers.